What's up, everybody? Good morning. Uh, welcome to this week's uh, AMA. I'm here with Alex. Uh, Dan's not quite on the line yet, but I think he's going to be plugging in uh, soon. DM. Uh, we decided to go live and uh, yeah, start start covering the updates for the week. So we had the developer chat yesterday, Wednesday. That went pretty well, don't you think, Alex? Uh, yeah. Hi, everyone. My pleasure to be here again. So, yeah, I think uh, developers chat is uh, going well, went well. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, the Ergo hack is uh, going well. Yeah, we've had a lot of interesting projects that are being submitted. Um, you know, I know that uh, Glasgow dropped a list on Twitter and, and on the socials today. So everybody that's in there that wants to check it out, looks like there's a lot of really useful stuff I'm looking forward to playing with, um, you know, decentralizing block production, decentralizing NFTs, uh, privacy, you know, options, contracts, P2P stuff, better metrics, uh, multi-sig swapping, um, a lot to do with decentralization, which is great to see, uh, for this type of, uh, ergo hack event. And, you know, I, I think that even, you know, a new Explorer instance, pretty cool. So there's a lot of stuff there that to unpack that, uh, yeah, could do good things for the network. Really proud of the community, what people are working on. Good ideas. Um, yeah, maybe, uh, uh, it's because of the name. So. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we are quite limited in, uh, names like this, right? <laughs> Yeah. So, so, uh, how, how to call uh, the next, uh, how to go hack then? Like well, cypherpunk, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's... cypherpunk, punk. It's good. It's know. good. <laughs> it's good. It's good, uh, to focus on that type of, you know, I guess first principles development anyway. I think that long-term, you know, having that built out on multiple fronts, uh, it's going to be extremely valuable. It's been an interesting week, you know, uh, it's been a real interesting week in the, in terms of the industry and uh, I guess long, <clears throat> long-term direction, right. Um, you know, uh, we'll see what happens, uh, and, and I guess on, on the political and, and front and all that good stuff, we'll see what happens on the economic front. Uh, not unknowns ahead, but you know what, that's kind of what first principles are for, in my opinion. All right, looks looks like we see Dan. What's Dan, up, Dan? Hi. How's it going? Uh, Danny, you are muted off. I, I wasn't muted. I was just, uh, you know, it was like a silent film. I was, I was, I was, <laughs> I was uh, channeling Charlie Chaplin. I was. Hey, guys, so what's going on? What have we been talking about? I'll just give a brief info or intro for, you know, what's going on in the community or go hack, uh, kind of the weekly dev update that'll be out on Sunday. We always do like a video or, uh, you know, some sort of media to cover, you know, highlight what's new, what people are working on. There's a lot, um, you know, kind of cooking in the kitchen that uh, I think that once it comes out, the ecosystem is going to be in a very nice spot in terms of tooling that, uh, really, you know, enhances the functionality performance, uh, in use cases of Ergo. So exciting times. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, uh, one of our, uh, one of our strengths, our biggest strengths is the tooling. I'm going to move back a little bit. 
Yeah, it's, uh, you know, there's the robustness of our tooling. And, uh, I mean, that's, you know, I've seen other ecosystems uh, do hackathons. But really, uh, I mean, and, and, and I've seen quite a few. You know, I've seen Ethereum hackathons. I've seen uh, Solana hackathons. Um, yeah, and and it just, uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, Ergo Hack always has this really, like, organic and um i don't know whatever whatever the the right word for people really thinking about solving problems you don't have to you don't have to tell them okay here's what you need to do you know give us uh, like write us an application that does this and this and this and this you know we we, we said uh, we, we set a general theme of the hackathon right and then people just come up with their own solutions and 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 i think that's great um I was actually, I was part of a few hackathons where I was actually a judge. And, um, I must say, you know, you, you, a lot of times with these hackathons, when you, especially when you, when you try to give uh, people a, a problem to solve, they'll try to solve the easiest problem you give them. So, you know, you'll give them like three different things, right? So you pick from A, B, C, and always like 90% of the people are going to try to solve whatever is the easiest A is the easiest. It's, you know, the one that people want to solve. And it's always like, well, what about B and C, you know? And it just, uh, I don't know. Just, uh, sometimes it kind of seems like, well, maybe I should have not even given up a, because that just was not very interesting. So yeah. Yeah. Ergo hack. I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what's, uh, what comes out of Ergo hack. I really am looking forward to using what's going to come out of Ergo Hack. So that that's uh, that's a big thing for me, I think. Right. So from my end, just a few updates. Um, still keeping at it with uh, with uh, speaking to funds uh, to uh, come into the ecosystem. Actually, Joe has also been doing the same thing, and uh, we're, we're going to be you know kind of progressing. Uh, as, uh, as, as, as things develop, uh, again, it's, it's not a very easy task. Uh, you really have to, um, you know, just explain value propositions, even somebody who's really kind of in technology, you have to really explain to them, okay, so here's the potential that you can derive from the ecosystem here. It, here are the top players right here are the, the people that are, are, you know, making things happen. And the, the here's people that could make things happen. If, if you gave them the opportunity, it's just all about alignment. And so that's really uh, what we're, we're doing right now. You know, as the bear market still, though we've been getting some, you know, movement, uh, but uh, you know, the sentiment is still kind of, you know, slow burn. So that's where things are. Not a lot of noise, not a lot of like, you know, okay, tomorrow I'll pull the trigger, you know, Next Monday, uh, we're going to fund 57,000 projects and go 1,000 acts. You know, it, it just doesn't it doesn't happen like that in, in, in this kind of market condition. But it is happening. And the same with exchanges. Uh, we're speaking to actually two exchanges right now. Um, and uh, yeah, we will let you know as things progress. All right, Joe. So, uh, what do you what do you say we get to some questions? Yeah, go for it. Let's let's I hop mean, into the. It is an AMA, sorts. Yeah, let's get to the questions. All right. 
All right. So let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm. All right. Well, I think this is a nice one to start off with. Uh, just since we were talking about ergo hack and all the different value that's being derived from it. So uh, Seb asks, what what is the project you're most excited about? You are the most excited about. What about you, uh, Joe? Let's start with you. Well, that's a hard question. Um, they're different, you know, and, and plus I'm a judge. So it's kind of, I, I think that if you look at like long-term, um, there's a lot of interesting use case with Lethos to disrupt proof of work. Um, I think uh, Ergo Tizen in terms of like light nodes is, is pretty awesome to see. Uh, you know, I think Sigma O with options really has a lot of potential like financial use and in, in terms of, you know, uh, I don't know, trying to arbitrage or, or maximize the efficiency of trading. Uh, you know, new Explorer instance would be pretty great to see. So th there's a ton, there's a ton of use cases. I'm sure I missed some people's projects and, you know, don't uh, <laughs> think that's going to like uh, impact the judging. We got to see where things end up. Right. But in terms of like high level ideas and, and use case moving forward, there's a lot to unpack uh, with each project. And, and, you know, ultimately I think that's, uh, really the best thing to see in a hackathon is something that it's like, okay, that idea is potentially powerful. Then it's just a matter of, okay, well, uh, can we take that idea, you know, and, and kind of bootstrap it in reality and, 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 you know, uh, see how it performs and can it reach the potential because there's a ton there, you know, um, so I, I don't think I have necessarily a favorite because each of them you know, kind of leads to like a thought experiment. Well, what if, what if, what if, and then how can you, uh, you know, maximize the potential of that? It's a lot of road for each of them. What about you, Alex? Uh, uh, sorry, I was made off. Uh, so pretty much, uh, the same, uh, also, uh, yeah, I'm following, uh, our, our God probably it's called now, uh, project, uh, by, uh, Rossware, which is about, uh, doing a light client in browser. So, uh, yeah, uh, I need to check details, but, uh, sounds pretty mind blowing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, well, uh, helped, uh, with, uh, uh, Sigma O and talking with Haley about it. And, uh, yeah, in general, uh, a lot of, uh, interesting projects. Yeah. The, this, uh, hackathon, uh, is, uh, well, uh, very well packed. Yeah. Great, great. Okay, well, well, uh, we got some good questions here about uh, about stable. So, um, hi guys, uh, what are your takes on Paxos on the recent situation? And can CUSD be better than BUSD? Uh, well, let's start with you, Alex. What do you think? Oh, so uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, in. Uh... Uh, 2022, right? Well, uh, the the general uh, line of thinking was quite opposite, right? So after uh, the Terra crash, so uh, that was popular opinion that uh, you need to store your value only in uh, centralized uh, stable coins such as Tether, BUSD. Uh, and now, uh, yeah, the uh, wind has changed uh, direction. Uh, so uh, yeah, there the, the is. Uh, 
uh, value apparently in algorithmic stable coins again without central entities but uh, uh, yeah uh, well actually uh, biggest uh, stable coins algorithmic stable coins already uh, damaged right with uh, the uh, reserves yeah. uh well uh now having uh centralized stable coins so well in case of uh die even treasures right uh so uh yeah uh well uh it's uh now quite a complicated uh, landscape so uh, along with uh uh yeah a lot of uh, uh unclear things uh, about algorithmic stable coins right we uh, now have clear mess about centralized stable coins uh and so uh yeah uh, have a look uh <laughs> to, to trying to understand where to, to find stability in such environment uh well uh maybe uh just uh, holding erk uh, would be a more stable option right for now uh, but uh, yeah so uh for uh cqsd well uh uh, uh well uh to 2022 wasn't harmful right uh well O opposite to uh, Terra and uh, Neutrino, it stands and uh, yeah, reserves were uh, pretty high all the time. Uh, so uh, there are some uh, things to uh, consider in regards with improving uh, the design. Uh, but yeah, uh, well, uh, the absence of uh, centralized uh, entity, uh, well, uh, is uh well a uh, good thing right apparently and uh, yeah uh, i think for uh, cqsd well uh despite uh well uh some uh maybe uh, problems right uh, due to its uh well huge over uh, collateralization uh, there is also a uh, value right in its stability so uh yeah uh, something uh, like that and uh well uh this uh situation uh that we have it's uh, the development uh so uh let's see uh, i think uh, we will uh see a lot of uh interesting uh things let's say in 2023 what say you joe well, to be honest, in terms of like the schools of thought for stablecoin, I tend to be fringe, right? And it's good to start with that because, uh, you know, like uh, my opinion, you know, starts with like the fundamental idea. Why are we using fiat? I know it's uh, economically efficient, right? It reduces friction, but it also creates massive vectors of attack, specifically on the regulatory front and the potential for censorship. Um, and plus, you know, to some degree, the dollar is a shit coin, right? If you look at uh, how it's produced and how it's distributed and, you know, who's in charge, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a centralized shit coin. Um, so I've always thought of this idea, you know, how can we create some sort of decentralized store of value? And I actually think that pegging it to fiat uh, probably is not the best long-term solution to that. It's kind of a short-term solution to try to create some sort of digital, um, you know, cash liquidity type 
situation and people are familiar with their own native currency. So I guess in terms of like uh, the user experience, it kind of makes sense. But, you know, the reality is you look at like uh, most fiat stable coins, right? They're backed by uh, basically yield producing instruments, right? Because if I'm going to run a stable coin, I don't just want to hold dollars because net net I'm running a service and you know, my dollars aren't really earning me much. So usually what happens is they go and they either buy government paper or corporate paper. And so now you have this, uh, treasury that usually we can't see or verify of securities that they bundle and they take a percentage of the yield. And, uh, yeah, then you have some digital derivative that's backed by securities, which is, you know, is, is a digital derivative that's backed by securities, a security, or is it, I have no idea. I'm not a lawyer. I don't even want to play in that. I don't want to swim in that pond, right? It's dirty. Um, so then you have another question that comes about in terms of like governance, right? So as Alex was saying, you have some decentralized stable coins where the treasury of them uh, is backed by a centralized, you know, derivative that's backed by securities. And so you look at what's the ultimate, uh, like, uh, asset that's backing, um, some of these fiat stable coins. It is, in a way it's subsidizing government debt. Right. And that's kind of a funny, funny thing that, uh, you know, here we took like P2P money that's like, Hey, we're going to resist the state. Da, 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 da. And you build, uh, a cash mechanism on top of it that, you know, actually, uh, you know, has the majority of the liquidity in the crypto space and is kind of like the, uh, primary, uh, use of, of, you know, funds and trading and it's subsidizing government debt, which, you know, kind of is a strange uh, animal <laughs> in terms of um, decentralized money. Right. So I I've always thought long-term, um, you know, I think that moving towards commodities like Dexy is, is a good idea. And long-term, I think some sort of, uh, you know, index of a variety of different commodity assets, maybe, um, uh, you know, that could be more complex depending on, uh, you know, what, what kind of assets are available on chain to play with and been building a basket, right? That way you have more of a store of value that will always in theory buy, you know, a variety of commodities. And if you, um, you know, structure that right, you can say, okay, like lumber and oil and gold and things that translate to, you know, it's kind of pricing of, of goods and inflation in real life. So, um, my personal opinion is that, uh, fiat stable coins are a dumb idea. It's always been that. And I'm also hold a governance token to SIG USD and I'm doing a hackathon project in terms of how to improve it. But that's like my, uh, it's always been kind of my default position is that I think it's a little silly and it, it presents long-term risks, right? Because the reality is, uh, stable coins exist at the blessing of, central powers to some degree. And we're seeing that with, with Paxos to where, you know, they're creating legislation that uh, is kind of picking winners and losers in terms of who can, who can do that. Um, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. I was actually also um, kind of always felt like pegging uh, a stable coin pegging P2P, any kind of P2P currency to a dollar of value is sort of like, you know, um, I mean, I guess measuring uh, electrical lights and candle 
you know, in candle power, which is, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's an adjustment of measurement, but it, it adjusted measurement, but it still kind of sounds silly. You know, it's, it's an electric light, but why are we measuring it by how many candles it, it is? It, it's not bad, but I'm just saying it's, it, it kind of seems to me that way that we're, we're trying to, establish our own uh our own financial ethos and while doing that we're still looking at the, le the legacy ethos to quantify it no it's, it's it, a, just, it just really for me it's a risk right yeah, yeah, like no. if if you're trying to create something that's a stable store of value why would you do it in the riskiest environment that makes no sense to me it never has and you know back in the day before i had to like behave you know i would just call them centralized bank garbage coins well, it, actually, uh, uh, CZ said something yesterday about how, you know, he doesn't think that in the future stable coins will be pegged to the U.S. dollar. Mm -hmm. And, and, and you, then, know, you know, the, well, the question is then, ahead. well, the question is then, or, you know, is he just trying to like replace it with a different fiat? I think we need to get away from that. Th that's, that's exactly my point. I mean, uh, to me, it seemed he was saying that, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, to me that it seemed like he was saying that, oh, well, everybody pegs it to the dollar, uh, but we should peg it to something else. And uh, then somebody brought up, well, you know, uh, you should uh, try to peg it to the Japanese yen. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Do not peg it to the Japanese yen, please. I mean, the, and, and this is, uh, you know, this is exactly what we're talking about. The Japanese yen two years ago was 108 to $1. Uh, a few months ago, it was 142 yen to one dollar. Mm -hmm. So that's like a, that's like a 25 percent loss of value, you know. And this is this is in a short amount of time. And we're talking about a fiat currency that's really not supposed to do that in a developed in a developed economy. I mean, you're not supposed to have that much wobbliness going on, and it still happens, you know. And especially with these economies, and so. Uh, to to really think that by pegging it to fiat, you're going to create some sort of stability is really stupid to me. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, what I always thought would make more sense is to create a stable coin that will then stabilize at a view, whatever the value is, you know, and, and, and you don't have to have a state, all the stable coins be pegged to like one fiat currency. It's a stable coin. It has to be stable, right? So it has to, amortize uh for volatility i mean that's basic function so that you can then you know hedge your risk that's it it doesn't you don't have to peg it to any anything specific you just have to make sure there's stability and that stability can be attained without pegging it to a dollar to the yen or to the pound or whatever and so yeah i just i just always thought it was kind of kind of kind of stupid uh to, to do that frank to be frank um and I really thought I really hope that we get away from it. And actually, uh, your your idea with kind of following the commodity uh, market to really uh, to really quantify value, I think, is a lot more. It's it's a lot more feasible because I mean, uh, commodities for by, by their lot by by a large part are really um, a lot of the value is kind of determined by supply and demand in the free market. Of course, you know, there's prices that are set in some places and whatnot. In the end, kind of like a lot of times you you, you can average it out, right? You said, uh, you know, we take, take gold, oil, take all this stuff. In fact, with Palmyra, we're kind of thinking of having a similar instrument uh, 
for for an for a uh, one of the native tokens of of Palmyra, so that we don't have to you use somebody else's stable. We can actually create a stable that is uh, it, it utilizes the you know the volume and the and the value with the ecosystem to monetize its 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 own value. So yeah, I, I I just think that we should really stop doing that as an industry. We should really stop just trying to kind of uh, you know kind of uh, uh, you know create associations to the legacy financial cabal. It just seems kind of uh, actually kind of seems a bit of a like cognitive dissonance for to me to to really do something like that. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's see what else is uh, what else is cooking. All right. Um, okay, so this this is an interesting question. I think what uh, Augustus Kent is talking about is uh, Rosen. And so uh, he asks, when Ergo and, and Cardano become cross-chain integrated, which ecosystem gains the most from the connection? Um, I, well, so I'll, I'll kind of give this uh, give this a shot, and, and uh, I guess maybe Alex and then Joey can kind of uh, follow up on this. But uh, you know, it just depends on what you uh, what gains you value the most for yourself right so um of course uh there's more volume in cardano just a bigger ecosystem obviously so you're going to be bringing in value from ergo to cardano but from cardano to ergo i think would be a higher influx uh because people start realizing where well, you know the technology is um is is, is is so robust now we will be able to utilize Cardano. And so I think the first influx would actually be Cardano gaining more ergo cross chain action. Uh, but ultimately I think that um, once the Cardano ecosystem really experiences the power of ergo or interacting with ergo, I think it'll actually go the other well. And I think a lot more Cardano people are going to start really uh, kind of cross integrating with ergo and uh you know hedging things in ergo and building an ergo um just as of, of the tooling just because of the ecosystem and just because of of of, of what it is um now as far as tooling i think that both ecosystems will gain uh, you know all, uh, kind of equally i think um ergo uh has a lot of tooling that's already it, it was already launched with um that can be utilized within cardano that hasn't been launched in cardano yet and i think that if we cross integrate uh that will give the ability to bring some of this tooling cross chain and to really utilize it within cardano and to kind of build together from there um so that that's kind of what i'm thinking about this what, what do you think alex Uh, so uh, I think, uh, well, uh, in the first place, uh, we will get uh, uh, Cardano tokens uh, on Ergo and vice versa. So uh, in regards with uh, Cardano assets, uh, that means uh, USD. Uh, I don't know uh, whether it's launched uh, on Cardano or not yet. I don't uh, think it's yeah. launched yet, no. 
Uh, also, uh, Jet, right? Uh, and uh, this is uh, interesting because, well, uh, very similar uh, design actually, but there are also some uh, differences. Uh, then, uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you can choose uh, on Ergo, uh, for example, uh, whether uh, to use uh, CQSD or, well, uh, Jet with uh, slightly uh, different uh, mechanics and also. Uh, modular uh, Rosen bridge assumptions, right? So uh, there will be uh, liquidity then, I believe, uh, and then uh, Spectrum guys, for example, are already uh, preparing uh, for that uh, future uh, with uh, uh, well uh, stable uh, pools, uh, how to call it. Uh, so, uh, well, uh, specialized uh, pools for uh, swapping stable coins, uh, like uh, Curve is doing on top of Ethereum, for example. Uh, right, so uh, unlike uh, traditional uh, constant product pools, uh, well, uh, they are working uh, in a more efficient uh, way uh, when uh, there are two uh, stable uh, valid uh, assets. Uh, of the same kinds, right? So, for example, uh, JET versus uh, CQSD. Uh, uh, well, uh, CQSD versus uh, USDA or USDT. Uh, and uh, so on. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's... Uh, uh, that's uh, uh, how uh, it will go, uh, well, uh, in short-term perspective. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so uh, you can, uh, for example, uh, use uh, Cardano assets to uh, uh, issue uh, bonds uh, on Ergo, right, with uh, Signify, uh, uh, to uh, lend via uh, dark pools, uh, or, or well, to uh, issue options with uh, Sigma, uh, and so on. Uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, then uh, it means, uh, well, uh, more collateral, right, uh, for uh, Ergo uh, DeFi and also Cardano DeFi, right, and, uh, well, as uh, Ergo uh, will uh, be participating in uh, those uh, DeFi schemes as well, also higher uh, TVL uh, for Ergo and uh, so uh, better appreciation, right, for Ergo. And then, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of a uh, loop also. So better appreciation uh, means uh, more assets and uh, it means, uh, well, uh, more liquidity uh, coming from outside and then, uh, yeah, uh, better TVL uh, and uh, even better appreciation. Uh, all right, and uh, yeah, uh, also uh, we have uh, uh, still reducing uh, emission rights on Ergo. So uh, yeah, it uh, would be a quite interesting uh, game, uh, I think, uh, in 2023, 2024. Maybe 2024 uh, especially, right, with uh, yeah, significant uh, uh, flows of liquidity. And uh, yeah, emission uh, been sharper, emission reduction uh, been sharper in 2024. What about you, Joe? What do you, what do you think? 
I think it just has to do with time scale. I mean, the Rosen itself is, is designed to, uh, be really flexible. So like the actual, um, use case extends, you know, beyond Cardano, that's one partner. And then, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, going to other ecosystems. And what does that do? I think for both, it, it, uh, basically builds a larger market for potential collateral. I mean, I agree a lot with what Alex said. You have like IUSD uh, from Indigo on data, which is, you know, an interesting, uh, stable coin framework. Um, it'd be nice to see, you know, some of that potentially move on to uh, Ergo or who knows, you know, maybe even have the potential to be, uh, something that you can create with wrapped Ergo or something, who knows? Like there's a, there's a lot of individual partnerships that, that can appear from that type of, uh, collaboration. Um, and I think like, what is the, uh, who's going to gain the most, it depends on the user and what they want. Right. I, I think ultimately, uh, long-term, you know, they're different tools and, you know, that doesn't mean that one tool is not effective. It just depends on what's the job that you're trying to do. Right. Uh, the right tool for the job is important in life. So what are you trying to do? And, and I think, uh, long-term you'll see a benefit of, you know, one ecosystem versus the, you know, another one just based on what you're looking for. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, this is a good question, I guess. Well, cause it's just been, uh, there's been a drama in the Cardano community over this. Uh, so we'll just, uh, I think people want to hear this. So Alex, what are your thoughts on contingent staking in Cardano? Oh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite, uh, following, uh, this story uh, yet, uh, due to her ergo hack, uh, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I saw some, uh, tweets, but, uh, I want to check details if, uh, there are uh, any details. I'm not sure about that even, uh, like specification and so on. Um, so uh yeah so uh what's uh the this contingent staking but, but well but, joe but, how but, about but, you but, you you yeah but better you... tell me because i'm i'm not still uh long, <laughs> I, I still still haven't found time to, to follow no, i can you know i'm 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 kind of on the the house on that too but i can give you my opinion um you know like we've we've seen a lot of uh, let's say regulatory crackdown in the last week or two. And that's got people concerned and asking long-term questions and like one liability that, uh, stakeholders potentially have is through the initial stake pool offering, I think ISPO where, you know, they have the ability to do some sort of swaps and emit new coins. And, you know, you can even look on like, uh, Ergo decks recently or not Ergo decks shit. They're going to make fun of me for that spectrum <laughs> spectrum had, had their IDO, um, uh, you know, and, and their legal team said, Hey, you know, we need to have some sort of mechanism to make sure that you're not transmitting and, and, you know, uh, having initial seed investors from places that could potentially create liabilities for you. Right. And, uh, so, you know, they had to, you know, put some mechanism in their back end to, uh, basically make sure that 
only you know people from approved jurisdictions could play right and and that's unfortunate i was happy to see that you know stake pool keys uh started showing up on like uh the auction house immediately so there was immediately some secondary market for that so people that didn't have the ability to whitelist within the lines of the playground could at least participate at some some type of markup it gets it gets a little it gets a little more interesting though because stake pools produce blocks right and and like if you look at uh that type of ido it's not really being hosted by block producers so it doesn't have that same potential issue where like if i were running a stake pool i'd have to ask myself what liability am i inheriting um, you know, in, in this type of partnership and, you know, what are my personal liabilities in and et cetera. So, you know, it, it's some mechanism to try to get stake pool operators to protect themselves. Right. Which, uh, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, you know, I think everybody should understand their liabilities in life uh, and, you know, try not to overextend that. The question, you know, I think long-term has to do with some people say, okay, well, if you do some sort of permission staking, um, what happens if the government comes back and says, Hey, you know, stake pool a, we want you to essentially do what Ethereum is already doing. Uh, you know, we, we want some compliant blocks, right? Because stake pool operators are block producers. And, you know, then like the question is, will, uh, like the game of, uh, being included in a block, stay fair and open, or will it start to have kind of a tiered system to where, like in theory, if, if you did have a uh, part of the network um, that had to produce OFAC compliant uh, blocks, it messes with the race conditions, right? So somebody from a, uh, let's say, non-whitelisted economy now suffers a disadvantage in terms of the race to the block. So they're now like a second tier citizen in a decentralized network. That's a problem. Now, that's not what's actually being discussed. That's the fear, right? And I think that if, if like the Cardano community really wants to just kind of put that to bed, they need to answer that question. Like, is that a problem for the community? Is that something that's worth protecting? Um, you know, it's, it's not a first order effect on, on this whole, uh, what is it called? Contingent staking stuff, but it's a potential that scares people, you know? And, and so like both sides, like on one hand, you have people running a business that have liability on the other, you have like the integrity of the network. And so then people fight, which yeah, I think it's a good thing that, that, um, you know, try to keep it above the belt, no scratching the eyes and hug afterwards, but it's good. It's a good discussion to have. Doesn't always happen, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's, uh, I mean, my, you know, the debate is good and I, I see, um, you know, I, I, I see the, the both sides have a, have a, have some good points. Um, mm -hmm. and I just think this mostly it is, um, I mean, what I don't like about the, 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 the way the debate has been going is some people just kind of, um, get abrasive with it. You know, they're just antagonistic and yeah. regardless of which side you're on, you know, it, you can't get antagonistic about this stuff. Um, it's, uh, it's counterproductive. Um, so, uh, you know, regardless, and, and I've, you know, I've spoken out about this on social media, it's, you know, uh, like talking about it doesn't mean you're committing to it. Talk about it, you know, talk about it. 
Actually talk about it. If you have a point, then drive that point across. Don't try to nail somebody with it. You know, that's my main issue with the way this stuff is handled. You know, there's some people that are just have this way about them. And, 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 you know, it, it actually kind of pisses me off or irritates me because, you know, I actually agree with some of the things that they're saying, but then the way they deliver it, I'm just thinking, God, you asshole. Can't you just say it like a normal person? I mean, why do you have to antagonize people? Or it's just, well, there's I, you an, know, that's the part that I don't like. There's another concept that happens a lot in the crypto industry. And, and I just call it ghost fighting, right? Because it's like you build on what Alex said. Where's the specification? Like we don't do, do people even know what they're fighting about yet? That's like, you have two projects that have tokens with no actual code or no application fighting over what's better and what's the future. Right. Uh, you need, you need some like practical thing to look at from an engineering perspective. And it's good to talk about specs. Like I, I, I think that, uh, if you're going to be a blockchain, you need to keep race conditions fair. That's important. Um, you know, otherwise you have a tiered system. And if you have a tiered system, it changes like the dynamics a lot. Um, I, I think that it, you know, is, is worth protecting, um, you know, now in terms of like giving stake pool operators, the ability to hedge their liabilities, that's not a negative thing. And I, I don't know why they have to be necessarily at odds with each other, but I can certainly understand like the second order effects and how that would be a concern because, you know, the reality is in this type of situation, you know, somebody can ask, Hey, well, you know, how do you think it's going to play out? I usually would just say 50, 50, it depends on the intent and it depends on the incentive, right? Those two things is 50, 50. We'll see what wins. I have no idea. And I don't really have a horse in the race, but it's good to see. It's good to see discussions anyway. Yeah, it's good to see discussions, but like I said, it's it's just not good to see abrasiveness, you know. Again, um, you know, some people are acting like this is already like it is just coming, you know, it's coming. And I mean, it's 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 a discussion, you know. There is no planned protocol upgrades. There is no, you know, the, I don't even think there's even a CIP and 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 it just it, it just really needs to be a lot more you know, a lot less dramatic, I think. And, you know, I, I kept, I keep seeing people just, you know, if this is the hill I'm going to die on and let be it, like, what is the point? What hill are you going to die on? Just have a conversation. You're, you're, you're not gonna, you're not going to convince somebody by being stubborn, lay it out. You know, at least, you know, if you lay things out, if you have a civilized conversation about this, at least you can say that, yes, I have laid out my point. I've made my point. I made it in a really in an articulate and proper way. If you don't agree with it, if you don't have a proper counter argument, then I will do as I wish, you know, but just the, this whole thing about like, uh, you know, he's uh, like, uh, you know, calling people names and, uh, you know, just yeah. sort of fighting. It just counts. As, as you, you know, as usual, sometimes people just ask the wrong questions. I think the right question to ask has to do with um, the race conditions to the block. Like, if there's any way that that's going to be compromised, that's a big problem. And so, even if people are in support of that particular idea, they need to come out and and say where is their position in terms of race conditions to the block? Because if they, if that becomes a tiered system, which is people's fear. Um, yeah, that's a problem, but I just think, uh, getting ahead of that, you know, is uh, probably a good idea. 
Um, yeah, so yeah. as a, a core developer with uh, some experience, I think, uh, yeah, the best uh, thing uh, to do here is to uh, formulate uh, a question, right, uh, which will uh, uh, cause like uh, harmful uh, community split, right, and then uh, trying to avoid uh, the split. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, KYC, uh, OFAC compliance, well, uh, in theory, uh, very damaging, but uh, well, observing uh, Ethereum, uh, well, uh, similar, uh, not <laughs> right in practice, at least for Ethereum community. But communities are different also, so. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um okay, let, let, let's go to our next question here. And um I don't know, do you guys want to do more stable coin stuff or, or sure. do you want to do something else? Okay. Whatever's whatever's All there. Right. All right, so let's do this one. So SIGUSD worked great so far. What are some real risks involved from any perspective? Can you uh, you can think of what would you uh, what would you reply to those that say that the algo stable coins are uh, are all the same and will fail? So, I mean, just from my end, I'll let you guys chime in on the on the SIGUSD part. But I think just it's. Uh, you can't paint all, uh, all algorithmic stable coins with one with with the same brush. You just can't. It, it's it, the, the, they work differently. Um, you know, Luna didn't fail because it was a, it was an algorithmic stable coin. It because it was a bad algorithmic stable coin. It was not thoroughly thought out. It was under collateralized. It just it it, it, it was bound to fail, and it, it was this you know attitude of move fast and break things that. Really, uh, really broke things, and things broke. They moved too fast, and things broke. And you can't do that with 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 this with this technology, you know. So, um, I think that uh, people should stop getting stuck on algorithmic and start thinking about what exactly does the algorithm do. Uh, for example, uh, you know, Jed is over collateralized, so there is a mechanism where, uh, you know, if it goes under 400%, you'll not get uh, over collateralization. You're not going to be able to mint the reserve coin anymore. You know? So that's something that uh, Luna didn't do well at all. Um, and then, I mean, amongst others, other things. So again, just from my perspective that it, I, I think that people should stop getting stuck on algorithmic of a uh, uh, stable coins being algorithmic and really start thinking about what does the algorithm do and if it does the right stuff. Uh, what do you think about that, Joe? No, oh, it's basically been the ergo hack project uh, that I've been working on. Uh, I think from like the first uh, question you need to ask is each um, algorithmic stablecoin uh, has the failure uh, potential, right? And the question is, you know, what are the conditions that uh, it operates under, right? And a lot of the times that's not even discussed, which is pretty sad to see. Um, and you know, I think that because that like risk uh, threshold parameter isn't even really understood, known, or looked at, um, 
uh, you know, that's what led to UST in my, in my opinion, people are like, Hey, this is potentially a problem. And then you had the creator that was like, ah, screw you guys have fun being poor, you know, rather than saying, okay, we, we created some product. How do we understand, you know, where it's most efficient, what its risks are, how it could fail and then build, um, to potentially prevent that. So I think if you're interested in digging into that, um, you know, you can definitely, uh, read the, a uh, little hackathon deal I'm putting together because it, you know, answers this question in more detail than I have time for here. What are your thoughts, Alex? Um, yeah. So, um, every, uh, stable coin, uh, has some instability zone indeed. And, uh, when it's, uh, in this, uh, zone, uh, so it's, uh, then uh, up to uh, market makers, right? Uh, whether uh, they can hold uh, the situation or not, really. So, in case of a uh, neutrino stablecoin, uh, for example, so uh, the market maker uh, stood for uh, half a year, even right uh, before uh, failing in uh, supporting uh, the pack. Uh, which, uh, well, uh, wasn't uh, held algorithmically already uh, for, for, for some time. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so in, in case of uh, UST, it's pretty much the same, but uh, market uh, maker uh, wasn't able uh, to hold uh, the pack for a long time, right? And yeah. Uh, yeah, so in case of uh, CQSD, uh, there are uh, no any uh, non uh, market makers, right? So uh, well, uh, there is some uh, liquidity on uh, spectrum, but uh, uh, yeah, no, no, not that much. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, in in regards with instability zone, uh, it's uh, just. Uh, yeah, much uh, better designed, right, uh, in regards with uh, catastrophic events. And, uh, yeah, uh, Terra was uh, uh, badly uh, designed indeed. And then, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, you uh, design a, a stable coin, right, considering, uh, well, uh, possible failure scenarios. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, the, 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 there is a, a chance uh, of uh, failure. Uh, anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, it's uh, true also uh, for uh, well, other uh, fiat uh, derivatives, right, and fiat currencies as well. So uh, yeah, the, the, the theoretically there is some possibility of failure. Anyway. And uh, yeah, it's uh, actually, uh, well, uh, uh, well, uh, very uh, careless, right? And also uh, disrespectful uh, to uh, investors to hide them, uh, right? So Terra did, and uh, yeah, uh, many other stable coins teams actually mm -hmm. so are doing that. Yeah, uh, no, so, it's, <laughs> it's pathetic when people ask about risk assumptions and they hear have fun being poor. Like that's to me is a sign. Yeah, run. It, run. It, yeah, no, it, it <laughs> and it was, and that wasn't the first time he pulled that kind of crap either. You know, he was just this, he wasn't this like ego trip. <laughs> just, it was like, I mean, seriously, uh, I mean, just, uh, 
So, you know, so, 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 so somebody is a little bit, uh, was the, was the word, uh, megalomaniac ish, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anyway, um, Right. Well, let's finish off the uh, Q&A with a nice uh, and, uh, well, as the uh, as Terry says, lighthearted question. So what are you guys looking forward to this year, including lighthearted stuff? What about you? What are you looking forward to this year, including your lighthearted stuff? You know me? Uh, You're the only Joe. All right. Well, I've been freezing my ass off in winter, man. I'm looking forward to the first Aspen leaf on my property. Sign spring's coming. Spring is around the corner ish. So what else, Joe, anything else? Are we, is it, is that it just, uh, well, you, you said lighthearted off anymore? Yeah. You said lighthearted stuff. That's, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. First Aspen leaf on my property. Sign spring's coming. Well, what about um, semi-lighthearted stuff, middle-hearted stuff? Oh, I think DeFi stuff on Ergo, I think, is going to be interesting this year. Um, there's a lot. You know, I think extended UTXO offers some unique potential uh, tooling. I, I still think we're, like, catching up with where we see a lot of, like, uh, base tooling that, you know, already exists on EVM. But I do think that, you know, with grid bots and, and, and things like that, we have the ability to create stuff that's unique to extended UTXO that, uh, you know, may not be as performant in other chains. So, um, you know, I think... DeFi and then kind of the uh, evolution of DeFi that's built on the strengths of our network. It's going to be interesting to watch, but still, I'm you know I'm looking forward to warming up a little bit more than that right now. Yeah, same here. It's been snowing an awful lot in Osaka, and then it's actually the first year it's been snowing this much. For me, is just uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to you know not going outside and you know snow doesn't bother me as much as the humidity that you know out here you you get a we have a pretty humid climate so when it is cold and it is windy you know when it's freezing when it is windy that is the that's you know like 10 times worse than being somewhere in like you know switzerland or something where the climate is like regular and you get snow on the ground but it's you know it's just regular it's not this you know so Pierce cold that you just can't get away from and you have to wear 15,000 layers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I just think I'm just looking forward to what we were talking about. A lot of, a lot more cross chain action, um, cross chain projects, cross chain collaborations. Um, I am looking forward to Rosen very, very, uh, really very much. Um, yeah. And just looking forward to really just going where the way we've been going. I mean, the past year has been fantastic. I think we've experienced a enormous amount of growth and I can't wait to see what happens next. What about you, Alex? Oh, so, uh, actually, uh, a lot of work ahead as usually. Uh, so, uh, for, uh, the node developments, uh, well, uh, the plan is, uh, to merge, uh, the codes, uh, which is uh, already uh, there uh, for uh, bootstrapping with UTXO set snapshots, uh, then uh, NIPO pose, then uh, yeah, improving specifications, then uh, I think to uh, sit with uh, uh, 
profile again for some time, find the uh, well uh, current uh, inefficiencies and uh, making uh, the nodes uh, more uh, efficient. Uh, well, writing uh, a lot of uh, forum posts on the way uh, about uh, the uh, protocol and not uh, design. So, uh, yeah, so some topics already uh, in the plan. Uh, then, um, uh, yeah, also uh, thinking uh, about uh, their uh, two solutions and uh, how uh, to execute optimistically uh, big uh, programs uh, on Ergo, so with a small uh, on-chain uh, footprint. Uh, well, uh, there are some uh, known uh, solutions which could be adopted. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe on the way uh, there could be uh, optimizations uh, pretty significant and also uh, pretty uh, specific for the uh, ergo uh, design. Uh, maybe uh, on the way, uh, well, uh, it would be uh, possible to find time uh, to uh, write and uh, publish uh, another paper, uh, well, uh, hopefully this year. Uh, I can uh, publish uh, well paper again since uh, 2020, I guess. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, so uh, yeah, doing uh, chain cache uh, for uh, Ergo Hack, uh, which is uh, kind of uh, alternative uh, blockchain uh, powered uh, monetary uh, system uh, well uh, could be seen as a, a kind of a stable coin also uh, but uh, very different from uh, all the uh, designs uh, and uh, yeah not not quite really uh, a stable coin you can think about so uh, yeah, we'll uh, do a paper on that. Uh, well, actually, it's already half done. And then uh, yeah, uh, I think uh, uh, to uh, consider uh, some uh, layer two design uh, for uh, chain cache. Well, as a, as a primer of uh, layer two design. So initially, uh, we uh, consider uh, doing uh, mixing on uh, layer two uh, as an ergo hack project, but uh, yeah, it seems it's uh, quite too uh, ambitious. Uh, consider uh, the time limits. Uh, so uh, yeah, m maybe uh, the next hackathon. Uh, so, uh, something like that. Well, it all sounds really exciting and uh, very light to medium lighthearted to me. Well, anyway, guys, I think, uh, I think it's a good place to leave it off for today. Um, sorry about being late, but I think we got some really good questions in, some set some really good discussions, and... Yeah. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us this week and see you next week. Thanks a lot, everyone. Have a good one. Thank you guys. Bye.